Ben, Ben Avery here from the Comic Book Time Machine. Just to uh, quickly remind you that these following episodes were actually taken from a larger episode and cut up into more easily indexed, smaller portions. So there are going to be times when I talk about, you know, next in this episode or previously in this episode, because originally these were released as long episodes that covered a single month of the comics. A long time ago, on a spinner rack, far, far away. The Comic Book Time Machine presents Marvel's Cosmic Comics, exploring Marvel's licensed sci-fi and fantasy during the Star Wars period. Episode 31, Crazy Magazine Issue Number 32. Crazy Magazine was basically Marvel's um, uh, it was Marvel's Mad Magazine, and it was them trying to catch that Mad Magazine lightning in a bottle. And so what they did was they did movie parodies. They did all sorts of the same kind of things that Mad Magazine was doing. Um, the difference being the way I saw it in an interview with Steve Gerber was that he wanted to present uh, the idea that the people working on the magazine were actually insane. And so it had maybe more non sequiturs and stuff like that. Whereas mad magazine was presenting, you know, jokes and, and parodies, but, um, star warts is what was featured in this issue of, of crazy magazine. Now crazy magazine ran from throughout the seventies into the early eighties. So it would make sense in the late seventies with, uh, their issue number 32, which did come out then September 20th in uh, plenty of time for them to have seen the movie back when it came out, have some time to write and draw a eight page parody of the movie. I imagine that the writer of the this parody got the chance to go and see it a few times uh, it made sense. And, and it may actually makes for a nice kind of cap to the coverage of the Star Wars Marvel adaptation, or it would, uh, assuming it's good. <laughs> so that's why I, I decided to include it. And uh, the cover has uh, Darth Vader, C-3PO, R2-D2, and then the the crazy magazine mascot. Um, who's this kind of guy with a hat and wearing, he kind of looks like yellow kid, only it's black clothes and no words on his, his, his robe or his shirt or whatever. And then there's Darth Vader. And it says, big new stamp out Star Wars issue. And from what little I've read of Crazy, I've seen that stamp out joke a couple times. So that must have been some sort of recurring gag for them as well. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I, I say must have as if I know what I'm talking about. But it's a fairly standard parody. Uh, it's 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 harmless. It's not great. There's a couple moments, though, that are kind of funny. Um, and there's a whole lot of moments in it that aren't that funny. Probably the kind of thing that if you were to read it, 
and I were to read it, and then we'd get together and talk about it, um, my five laughs would be different than your five laughs. But um, Star Warts, I mean, that's that's the start right there. Star Warts, well, ha, 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 that's, that's a funny, you know. And, and then it says, uh, take a whole bunch of mediocre actors, mix well with a hackneyed storyline and a couple hundred gaudy special effects sprinkled liberally with robots, aliens, and assorted spacecraft, and what do you get? No, not old Star Trek reruns Dumbo. Swallow that and you'll get Star Wars. And actually kind of echoing um, Harrison Ford's thoughts about the movie. The writer is Paul Cooperberg and the artist is Alan Cooperberg. And I found that kind of interesting, actually. Paul Cooperberg ended up working on uh, artwork for later Star Wars comics. And he did a, a thing for Ray Thomas's article where he talked about the the issue that he worked on and how he enjoyed it and, and that kind of thing. Um but he talked about it as if it uh, as if that was the first thing he had done. And he didn't mention this at all. Of course, he didn't have a lot of room to mention this. And he may not even remember doing this. This may have just been one of those things. Let's get it done for that crazy magazine, you know. Uh, so it features, you know, lots of puns. It features, you know, it's not R2-D2 and C-3PO. It's Jeep Chero 3 uh, instead of Jeep Cherokee. And Me Too You 2 which isn't, that's not too bad. Princess La-di-da. And it's it's that kind of thing. That's the humor that kind of runs through this. Um, can't get Lord Death Waiter. He can't let him get his hands on the tapes, the secret tapes. Why not? Because his swens are all, his hand, his palms are always sweaty and he'll, he'll wilt them out of shape. It's that kind of, of humor. And... You know, it's it's not my thing on the best of days, honestly. <laughs> but that's not to say that there aren't, you know, I, I'm not amused by some of this. Um, Darth Vader's panel on his chest becomes a uh, number touchpad. Uh, at one point, uh, C-3PO's artwork keeps changing and his look keeps changing. At one point, he actually looks like Iron Man. Uh, when the stormtroopers come to Tatooine to investigate, some of them are wearing uh, bathing trunks, which is a gag that actually um, Lego Star Wars went ahead and, and did that as well. Uh, one of the jokes that I found really funny, actually, was that Luke is talking to his uncle. He says, these are the two new droids I, I bought to work on our moisture farm, Uncle Ben. Maybe they can tell us how to grow moisture. That That's a funny little... little uh, observation uh then when his uncle is talking to c-3po to find out what his qualifications are he says we need someone who can work on intergalactic plow i can work on intergalactic plow, plow is the reply we need someone who can speak the lang our language pookie i speak pookie he replies we need someone who isn't lazy someone who's not afraid of hard work 24 hours a day i speak pookie you know it, it's that kind of humor and it's it's funny and so reading this i'm reading you know, every other panel, there's something that's supposed to be funny that I'm not laughing at. Uh, but then in between those, oh, there's something a little bit, a little bit goofy here, a little fun. Not a whole lot. I mean, there's things like Obi-Wan Kenobi scares off the sand people with his body odor. Um, <laughs> when, when the stormtroopers come, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he says, you know, I'll use my mysterious power to get them to leave us alone. Simon says... Act like a dog. Do it. And they start running around barking. And one of them actually lifts his leg and pees on the land speeder. Um, there's a whole lot of things where they make the dialogue just sound kind of 
like there's some sort of dialect that you know where they'll they'll replace vowels with other vowels. I didn't really understand what that was. One funny joke was uh, when Han Solo was flying away. They ask him, "Can we outrun the Imperial space fighters?" And he says, "Are you kidding? I used to drag race on Sunset Boulevard." Kind of a reference to American Graffiti. Uh, when, but it all builds up to a to an ending. Sorry, I'm shuffling the pages here. It all builds up to an ending where we reveal who Death Waiter is um, when they're on the Hurt Star. They're on the Hurt Star, and Death Waiter is going to use his ultimate torture on them to get the the tapes, which is Lost in Space reruns. They hand over the tapes. He takes off his mask as they ask him what's so important about the tape. He says, this tape, why? It's the missing 18 minutes, and it's Richard Nixon underneath. Ha, ha, ha. But if you don't trust anyone over 30, this is this is your magazine, I guess. <laughs> and so that's the end. It's Like I said, it's harmless. It's not great. It's not anything game-changing as far as parodies go. It's one of the first Star Wars parodies to come out, though, and so that there there is some sort of honor there. But all things considered, I'm never going to read this again, and I've already read it too many times for this podcast. Um, the first time I read it was enough. Then to go back, investigate, in- evaluate, I'm done with this. So now it's time to move on to the next actual comic as we step away from Star Wars into something a little more grounded. Thanks for listening to the Comic Book Time Machine's Marvel's Cosmic Comics feed. You can find more discussion of many, many more comics like Superman and Spider-Man, What Ifs and Elseworlds, The Six Million Dollar Man and Batman, comics seven days old and seven decades old, on our main feed, which you can find on iTunes or at comicbooktimemachine.com. We'd also love it if you join us on Facebook at facebook.com or on Twitter, where we are at Comic Time. Next episode, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, number five, December 1977 cover date.